0: Um, what's happening in, in Tauranga, and it's not just limited to Tauranga, we've got uh, police who have descended on a major fight in Napier earlier on today where there are about 15 to 20 mob and
1: Black Power gang members. It's scary, isn't it? It is. Uh, look, it's not the first time we've seen this sort of thing, and you know? all the time we have politicians promising they're going to get on top of it, and I guess we're going to dig into that a little bit during the hour on uh, what their answers are.
0: So here is Mike Bush. Before we go to Stuart Nash, Mike Bush, who is the police commissioner, he spoke on Heather DePolice Allen's drive show here on News Talk ZB during the week. And he was reassuring us that they are taking these new gangs. And remember that a lot of the issues are because of gang members who have come from Australia. They were born in New Zealand. They've been kicked out. Essentially, they are Australians, though, um, who are making things heightened as far as the, the violence right now. Here he is.
2: People should be assured that uh, the police are out there right across the country, not just in the Bay of Plenty, doing everything we can to intervene with gang members who are involved in serious crime. There is no tolerance for that.
3: It's for the police, but also for every other
2: public service agency and the community to come together so we can resolve these issues. The public should be assured that we're out there. Our staff, particularly in this episode, are putting their lives on the line.
0: All right, now let's now put it to Police Minister Stuart Nash, who joins us now. Thank you so much for being on the program.
1: My absolute pleasure. Good afternoon. G'day, Stuart. Um, given the, the terrible events in Towering on the last few days, what is the government doing to stop gang violence?
2: Well, there are a number of things. First and foremost, more police into our community. Keep in mind, the last five years of the previous government, police numbers actually dropped so far, in just over two years, we've graduated 1964 police. That certainly helps. And in specifically, there's 91 more police there than there were um, when we came into government. Second thing is that uh, we're changing legislation around um, gun crime, for example. Second tranche is uh, gets its second reading in Parliament uh, next week. Uh, that is tougher penalties for gun crime, ensuring that gang members can't get guns and basically ensuring that only those who are fit and proper can be firearm owners. Unfortunately, the opposition National Party aren't supporting that, which is a shame. I don't think there's too much politics in this. I just think it's common sense. We need tougher
1: penalties for gun crime. Well, when We uh, were talking about the gun violence in Tauranga, I, I, I'm going to hazard a guess that the person who was shooting at the police was not a licensed firearm owner. So whether or not they get a license, it's sort of irrelevant, isn't it?
2: No, well, when you keep in mind, the gun buyback took 60,000 of the most dangerous guns out of our community. That, that's pretty significant. And what we do know is the way that gangs get guns is they steal them off, quote, unquote, good law-abiding citizens. So when people say, we, you know, we're punishing the wrong people, I completely refute that. Um, gangs do get the guns by stealing them predominantly. You know, they're, they're not importing them. They're still not manufacturing them, so they steal them off people. So taking 60,000 guns out of our community, Uh, is the right thing to do. In terms of gang members, uh, it was not actually against the law in the past for a gang member to get a licence. It will be under uh, the legislation that is before the House.
1: Just uh, on that, stealing from um, licensed gun owners, is not the whole point of the legislation about the storage of guns mean that that's, that's a very difficult thing to steal someone's guns? Because people are not leaving them lying around the House these days, are they?
2: Well, this is the thing. People, are, people do get it. Well, what we're told is people do get a little bit lackadaisical about this sort of stuff. Um, but, you know, we, we want to make it as hard as possible for people's firearms to be stolen. So, you know, uh, let me give you an example. At the moment, under current legislation, it's actually that the police have no ability to go into someone's house and, and check that they've actually got the right storage facilities and they're following the law. Under the proposed legislation, police can give seven days' notice Go into a person's house with their, um, with their permission, of course, at a reasonable hour. So we're not talking about police knocking on the door at midnight, for example. Mm. And just check that the the storage facilities are fit and proper and that they're doing the right thing. And what we've put into this legislation is something called an improvement notice. So if police determine that actually someone's storage isn't up to scratch, then they can say to them, hey, we're issuing you an improvement notice. You've got, let's say, two weeks to sort this out. We'll come and sort out. Come and, Come and check and see if it is sorted within two weeks and if it is all good. Whereas in the past, they didn't have that level of discretion. But, you know, it is, we, we do need to tighten up our gun laws. We've known this since the Thorpe report in the late 1990s. Uh, John Banks, who I don't think you'd call left of anything, said um, after our he said that, in, uh, sorry, after March the, the 15th, he said his greatest regret as Minister of Police was not being able to change our gun legislation. And I think it's quite telling, actually. You've
0: got Simon Bridges uh, resorting to populist rhetoric where he is saying that he hates gangs. He's tweeted last year, I said, I hated gangs and we needed a plan to crack down hard because of the crisis coming. So he is painting Labour as being soft on crime, national is tough on crime and on gangs. How do you counter that kind of populist rhetoric?
2: Well, first and foremost, why isn't he supporting legislation that will allow us to take guns off gangs and, and significantly increase the penalties for firearm crime? I mean, you know, Simon's pretty big on rhetoric, um, but you know, keep in mind he was a cabinet minister in a government that saw a drop in police numbers in their final five years. We've seen, uh, you know, nearly 2,000 trained in the first two years we've been in government. It's easy to talk about it we're actually getting it. you know we're actually doing it
1: getting back to events in Tauranga in, in essence it's isn't it difficult to be proactive in too many senses uh, because um, it, it, what are we doing we're just waiting for the next time it happens and for the police to react to it There's, we've got these uh, criminals who are coming in. we can't really intervene with how they've grown up that's the the 501s so aren't we just waiting around for the next event and we just cross our fingers that our our police who have done a fabulous job um d- don't it doesn't end up someone getting caught in the crossfire
2: now let me give you an example in hawkes Bay because you know we've had our fair share of uh you know, gang violence uh, with the new numbers the regional uh, the district commandertanyakura has set up the gang focus unit now the gang focus unit's been going for about seven months, and during those seven months they have arrested over a hundred gang members, so that's a case of a district commander and a district being very proactive in addressing. Uh, the issues of crime and crime violence. So it's not, a, it's not a matter of sitting around waiting and then solving crime. It's a matter of going out there and ensuring that uh, that these gang members obey the law. And when they don't, whether it's a speeding ticket or a parking fine, uh, the police are there to sort them out.
0: One last quick question. Right now, there have been bullets flying in Tauranga. We've got baseball bats and someone lying unconscious in Hawke's Bay. In a year's time... Given people are scared now, in a year's time, can you give any assurances that, that things won't be as bad?
2: Uh, yes, I can. In a year's time, we will have legislation in place that will allow us to take the assets, i.e. follow the money, off these guys. What's happening at the moment is a massive patching is going on uh, amongst our um, our local ethnic gangs, you know, your black power and your Mongol mob. This is in response to the Australian gangs coming in, predominantly under the influence of the 501s. These are, these are the returning deportees. Um, We believe that uh, the police need greater powers, hence the reason we're putting them in place, to go after these guys. The gangs are becoming more sophisticated, more organised, we do know this. It's the reason why we're uh, putting far more police on the street than ever before. It's the reason why we're tightening up on gun law, and it's the reason why we're giving police greater powers to not only take these guys off the street, but follow the money.
0: Alright, well thank you very much for being on the programme and may it work, it's Stuart Nash Police Minister and with a response is the Justice Spokesperson for National, Mark Mitchell. G'day.
3: G'day, how are
1: you? Yeah, good. Good afternoon, Mark. Uh, look, what would National be doing difficult, uh, differently when it comes to the gangs?
3: Well first, as in our, we announced in our law and order discussion document is that we will have a gang action plan that will um, include uh, right at the start Uh, passing legislation that will um, uh, ban gang patches. There's only one reason why gang members wear a gang patch and that is to intimidate people and to remind Kiwis that actually to earn that patch, they would have had to have been involved in some type of violent uh, offending. So they're gone. Uh, We're going to tighten up the laws around uh, sentencing and parole and we're going to have a big focus on um, starting to shut down the supply chain in terms of methamphetamine and the NDMA that they've importing into New Zealand and, and drives a lot of their revenue.
1: Uh, but there've been a bit of talk including in that discussion document um, about the Strike force Raptor which uh, to me conjured up issue um, ideas or uh, images of the latest sort of game for boys from Mattel. Um, tell us more about that isn't it just isn't it, it does it's like new Strike force Raptor um, for ages between 10 and 12 or something but seriously isn't that just creating another gang to fight another gang?
3: No, there's a very serious side to this. And, and the fact of the matter is, is that, um, and you would have heard Stuart Nash talking about a um, a gang unit that was formed down in the Hawke's Bay. We've done this for years, decades. I had a policing career. And they are, they are effective, but they're small. Um, once they've executed a few warrants, they're off the street um, trying to prepare uh, prosecution files. Um, so really, in terms of effective, effectiveness, they're not that great. I was down in the Taradale Community Hall for the community meeting. Um After the shooting, when you had thirty patched gang members um, in the middle of the day with illegal um, high capacity military style firearms, and there were four arrests ten days after i don't think I don't know if there's been any more. The de- detective inspector in the meeting stood up and said, "Look, if we have to arrest, we will and this is the problem when you've got a soft on crime government like labor where they're sending signals to the public sector that they want to reduce numbers in prison and they don't want to see, they want to start to shut the pipeline of actually people coming into the criminal justice system. Can I just challenge you on the
0: the soft um, on crime thing? So Stuart Nash is saying, you know, this is all rhetoric and it's an easy headline, but he says there are 91 more police in Tauranga now than under the previous government. That police number's dropped under the last government. So how does that work if Labour are the soft on crime government and National are the hard on crime government?
3: Well, it's not rhetoric. Um, it's deadly serious because it's community safety. Um, and there are some commentators and academics out there that say that it's just good red meat, et cetera. This is stuff that we fundamentally believe in. Um, is actually, you must have a tough on crime approach. So
0: there aren't more police in Tauranga now than there were under the previous government? Is that no, not there's true?
3: Definitely, there's, de- there's definitely an increase in numbers in and uh, I think they've been able to deliver the 800 police officers that we said that we'd deliver at the last election. There's no doubt about that. And, and numbers are important. But also, what's important is the signals that are coming from government. And if you've got a government with ministers, like I saw this year with the justice summit, that stand up and say, gang members are victims, and um, you know, and they need we need to sort of take a different approach with them, or um, uh, the weakening of uh, parole laws, or the release of um, people out of the correction system early, which transfers the risk back into the community. All this language and all these actions create a very permissive environment where the gangs know that they've got a government that are not going to crack down on them. Okay, well, well,
0: one of the changes in some of the language is that it hasn't been and isn't right now against the law for gang members to buy guns. The legislation that the government want to bring through will make it against the law for them to buy guns. Is that not the right thing?
3: So just let me be very clear about the legislation that the government were forced to adopt. We each had two cracks at bringing this legislation into Parliament through Members' Bills and they are the Firearms Prohibition Orders because uh, we realised and understood that it's the criminal gangs and organised crime that are the ones that have got these illegal weapons and are using them on the streets. The, the government has finally picked up that bill, which is a good thing, and taken it through. But make no mistake, they had they should have done this two years ago, and it was only through constant pressure from the opposition and the public that they finally agreed to pick it up and go with it. When I, passed, I took a bill myself through Parliament in 2013, um, banning gang patches in public buildings. At that public meeting in Tarradale, you had a Black Power gang member come patched up. He was there for one reason to intimidate yeah. the community. The police were able to use that law to remove him from that community hall. Do you know who opposed that law when I took it through? The Labour Party. Do you know why they opposed it? Because they felt that it was going to be an, an impingement on the freedom of expression of members.
1: Well, uh, S- Stuart Nash uh, was saying that you're not going to be supporting the next um, tranche or the next stage in the, uh, in the legislation. Is that true? And if so, why not?
3: Absolutely. Absolutely it's true, because we took a very clear position in caucus, and I believe this very strongly myself personally. We don't need to have general availability of military-style High capacity firearms in New Zealand. There's no requirement for those. You can have carve outs for gun clubs, um, for sports, and for um, pest control without a doubt. We can do that. But they've taken it way too far. They've gone, they've become completely focused on and obsessed with um, law abiding Kiwis that are firearms um, uh, owners instead of being focused on where the real problem is, and that is with the criminal gangs and organised crime.